Banter Box Radio. Word to your moms, I came to drop bombs. Welcome back to Banterbox Radio. This is episode 201. We thought we'd just stop at 200, but we got lonely and we had to come back to just keep going until one of us dies. I'm Thomas Towson. Joining me this week is the same guy every single god dang week. It's Dan Knight. Hey, Dan Knight. That's okay. I thought you might, um, I thought you might have like changed things up a little bit because it's it's 201. We're in like a brand new. Brand new us. Yeah, we're in phase. Well, what's the Marvel phase we're at now? That's where. Oh, we're we just finished Endgame, and now we're we... in phase five. Sure. Yeah. So we're probably in phase four. I would think. I I think we're going it, by seasons. If you're going which by are irrelevant. yeah, they are irrelevant. If you're going by hundreds, this would be the third set now. So, so maybe it's phase three then. But did you did you change anything about yourself? It's it's kind of like a coming mm. of age story. We've grown up now. We are a full grown adults now. Yeah, you are you saying based on what now? But we're two hundred episodes yeah. old. Well, as we discussed last last episode, um, once you hit two hundred episodes, you become rich and famous, and you've made it. And we have right. So no point. so here we are. We've now grown up. We're a full big boy podcast. We've 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 so taken off our trainers, our right? And we're we're rich and famous, world renowned. So, what have you changed about yourself? How has fame and money gone to your head? Well, I've I've definitely sold out, in, in that I've, um, I'm actually uh, not even here. This is a hologram. It did I'm seem speaking. weird that I could see through you. Yeah, um, well, but the technology though is there. At least for the uh, audio, so it sounds like I'm in the room. Doesn't really sound distant, but I look distant because I'm actually on a, my own private island. And, and you've been distant all these years, so yeah. So now I can just afford to be more distant. Which now you is can be good. literally distant, not just emotionally. emotionally right. <laughs> well, Dan, that's great. Uh, what about you? What have you done with your millions? Well, I've decided to actually humble fame. myself. Oh. Uh, I'm, I've been traveling around the globe. Uh, giving money to the needy, to the the little villages and the wow, um, it's kind of like a Bono situation, mm-hmm. right? Right, because I'm doing it, but I'm letting them know that it's me that I'm the reason they're alive today. I'm being like a real dick about it. Yeah. So you know? like every time you like donate to the needy, you're like, you're welcome, right? And I insist on bringing it there myself. I go <laughs> to the little villages and I give them the money. I give them a stack of U.S. dollars and mm-hmm. I go here. You're welcome. Eat your food finally. You can Jeez. finally do that because I have graced you <laughs> with, my with my paper money. And so that's where you were last week when we didn't do a show. Right. That's what I was doing. Yeah, I was I was catching a, a flight back from, from doing that. It's it's really kind of changed me, but also humbled me. I'm a really good person now. It turns out that uh, the money that we, we blew all that money in the course of that week, we oh, weren't God. doing this. We, we don't. Uh, no. Uh, mm. Yeah, well, I'm actually not... going to be kicked out off this island. So oh, jeez. Uh, well, and... I didn't really want to tell everybody where we were at. Uh, with, Financially. Uh, yeah. Um, look, we've got money. We've got money, but we could... It's I mean, tied up in holdings. Right, right. So more yeah. more would be good. It would help us get it out and liquidate it. And um, 
joint joint and account ba- banking dif- differentials makes the <clears throat> and we are going to be doing a lot more you may you may notice an uh, inappropriate amount of advertisements that we do right. on the show now. which does get me to a good point of uh, starting this episode with a real quick Advil minute and that's this fun fact this week is brought to you by Advil well I don't know why they chose this segment the one we just did, or the no, this one right here, where I'm about to tell you what today's national holiday. Oh my god! Um, you would have thought like a calendar company, yeah, but that would have been a better joke. So uh, today's national holiday is National Wiggle Your Toes Day. Okay, yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, it's something that I like to think I do every day. Um, yeah, you you like to think you do, but do you? I don't know. Uh, yeah. Or do you, don't are you? they just are they like what kind uh, of weirdo phantom responses? Like you don't you don't you I mean, think you're doing them? But it's a weird holiday. They're not even there, right? Yeah, right. Wiggle your toes is is a, I feel like it was created by a foot fetishist. It was absolutely <laughs> created by a foot fetishist. There is no way around that one. Uh, but it, today is a reminder to take those footies out. All right, get them out of them stank ass shoes. Okay, lube them up with your finest Persian oils. Oh wow. Get in between them little webs, you know, just like dip up in there, scrape out the little bits that the have been accumulating. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the save coat. that aside because you know somebody in the internet's on the internet's gonna be wanting that. They so, want that toe jam, right? So save it up in a container over right. a few months, sell that online. Few months. Well, you gotta let it age. I feel something building up in the back <laughs> of my throat, <laughs> and uh, you know, pamper them tootsies and just wiggle them around a bit and say, "You gotta exercise. You gotta treat yourself." Treat your little tootsies, and then treat them toots. Get some some dude to take pictures of you while you're doing it. Do yeah, some videos. Have, have some, put a flavor flavored oil. Let them let them get all up in them beans. But make sure you see the cash up front. <laughs> Otherwise, he will abscond. Yeah, and you will be left feeling ashamed and alone without that five dollars. Not that you would ever know what no. that. <laughs> <laughs> You've never been through anything. Uh, so today is National Wiggle Your Toes Day. Wiggle oh. them toes. That's it. That's all I got. Just do it. I mean, if you don't do it, they someone will come around and they'll cut them all off. So Right. And it's so really... one of the ge- goofs we've done all these years is said the same thing over and over, which is to say, uh, what do we do? <laughs> and then Dan says something about stinky news clams, and it's all a big goof. But Sometimes. It's time for change. we got to get serious now. It's time to change. And that change, Dan, is I want you to tell me what this show is all about mm-hmm. by using at least three advertisers in flawless execution. And I have provided you a list of advertisers that have prepaid for sponsorship spots on this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, of course, know them as... Uh, well, of course, we have Zatarans, who's our... our well... Oh, did we lose them? We did lose them... Uh, it was a little bit of a messy thing, and now they so so now it's rice aroni. It's the it's uh, rice aroni exactly. You'll see that on the paper I have provided you. It's rice aroni. Let me see. Okay, all okay, right, we great. Rice aroni. Rice aroni. Dasani water. Dis- exactly. And, and Humpty Dumpty flavored chips. Humpty Dumpty flavored chips. Hit me with all three of those in a flawless execution of what this show is all about. Well, if I were to describe this show, I would say it was Humpty Dumpty flavored <laughs> rice water. 
The end. <laughs> it's uh, it's where we get news all over the uh, world. Specifically, I'm, I'm something in now. I'm actually just getting a message. We have lost all three of those sponsors. <laughs> God, I thought I had it. I am sorry, Papa. I will know better next time. <laughs> this show really is a bunch of Humpty Dumpty, uh, Humpty Dumpty, <laughs> rice of roadie water. <laughs> Um, we still got polar though, so that's good. And we Tylenol do. apparently. Uh, great. Well, this is a weird news podcast, okay. and I know that we've wasted nearly ten minutes of your time not talking about weird news, but we should do that. Yeah. Well, we're just letting you get to know us in case you. This is for some reason the very first episode you're listening. And to why not? Two hundred one's a good are. place to start, right? It's a brand new leaf. It's, it's an the, era, a new era. Right. Exactly. Phase yeah. three. So hashtag phase three. That won't catch on. Next, go take, give hashtag, your hashtag. Take that, Feige. Feige, <laughs> Kevin Feige, who's that? He's the the Marvel dude, the guy, guy who's doing all the phases and the. His name's mo- Feige. Kevin Feige, yeah. That's not a great name. Well, I don't think he had much of a choice when he was born. With maybe it. he should have should have picked a better one. Yeah, maybe he should have. Articles. All Do right, it. first one. <clears throat> the case of the pissy potatoes. Well, love it. <laughs> Uh, the case has finally been resolved and the suspect has been brought to justice. For those of you who haven't been following, uh, the twists and turns of the recent events, allow me to fill you in. Please. At a Walmart in West Mifflin, Pennsylvania, a woman strides in at 10 p.m. Okay. Woman. A woman. Oh, a woman. (laughs) Woman. Woman strides in. Next uh, time on Unsolved Mysteries. <laughs> Unsolved Woman. <laughs> At some point in her adventures in the storm, a decision was made. That decision, according to West Mifflin Police Chief Anthony Topolnak, says, quote, She pulls down her pants, squats, sits there, does her thing, pulls up her pants, and leaves. I got Unquote. confused part of that. Does what thing? Oh, uh, <clears throat> urinates on a bunch of potatoes. Oh! <laughs> or as he puts it, uh, pulls down her pants, comma, squats, comma, sits there, comma, does her thing, comma, pulls her pants up and leaves. Comma. Period. <laughs> and then comes over to my house. <laughs> I get some produce. And pisses be- on my potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so Tell me about the uh, tater piss. At, at the time. Was it extra starchy? It was, well, you know, it, it helped break it up a little bit. You Gross. know, th- that's actually a technique... From the South, you know, because you're from the South. Right. We That's are world-renowned for pissing on our potatoes. Well, dude. it helps break when you're mashing them. It, it helps uh, really get that. It's true. You, you think that those prepackaged potatoes just uh, have that yellow tinge naturally? No, you think sir. they're You think that cra- uh, crocker, what is it, cr- country crock, is putting real butter in there? No. Nah. That's uh Not that's that's this lady's piss. That's powdered piss. It's powdered piss. <laughs> it's the only way to trans, trans uh, to ship it over long distances. Uh, at the time, surveillance videos of the incident were shared with police who had not yet identified the woman. Now they find themselves with a very powerful break in the case, coming in the form of the woman turning herself in. Wow, what a anticlimactic finish to that. You like that? Hey, guess what, guys? We gotta uh, find this woman. Oh, it, she's here. It was me. It, I I know. You haven't been looking that hard, but like, Here I it am. was me. I was the one that made the peepees on the potatoes. Turns out, oops, you guys were real bad at finding me. <laughs> um, I mean, I literally to- covered the scene in my uh, in my DNA, <laughs> in my essence. 
Oh, you could smell it. Oh, I know this. I know this piss. Oh, is that Brenda? <laughs> that smells like Brenda. Well, it actually smelled like the 20-year-old Grace Brown, and she was charged with indecent exposure, public drunkenness, and criminal mischief. We haven't had one of those in a while. I know. It's been a while. I mean, that was kind of like a, that was a thing. That was a that goof. Was a, that was something we did. That was something that you and I used to share, an emotional bond. Something that, you know, well, not me, kept us really. closer at night. I something don't have that any bond towards you. Well. Hence the emotional. Not business. anymore. Not after the papers. All right. Let's, let's move on. Okay. <laughs> Chief Topolnack says, quote, honestly, I think she thought it was a toilet. <laughs> yes. I'm sure she thought that. Which I think is Probably the best quote you could get from a distinguished police officer. It was actually the world's largest potato whittled into the shape of a toilet, so I can see how you'd be confused. And I don't know I don't know who to blame. The one who pissed in it or the one who whittled a potato into a toilet? Everyone's to blame here. <laughs> Everyone, we're all laughing at this like, oh, she thought it was a toilet. We go back to her home and her toilet is just a pile of potatoes yeah. that she's molded into a, a toilet. I didn't know any better. This is what my mommy taught me. I learned it from watching you. (laughs) Uh, Her defense lawyer, Casey White, was asked how this bizarre action took place, but replied that his client was, quote, obviously embarrassed and offered no reasoning behind, quote, what she allegedly did, unquote. Alleged. I think she did do it. I'm pretty sure we have evidence that she did it on camera, and then she came out and said she did it. Yeah, she's like, hey... Look, I'm the one that pissed on the potatoes. Ooh, I don't know. Well, Do you allegedly, think anyone pissed on the potatoes? I mean, we know someone did, but it might have been. Who, I don't know if it's her. Who did this? No, no, it was me. Yeah, I peed on the potatoes. I don't know about that. We'll have to check. <sighs> We're going to have to run that through DNA. Walmart spoke up about the incident in order to get ahead of the pissy potato scandal, saying, quote, This type of obscene conduct is outrageous, and we immediately dispose of the affected products and sanitize the area to ensure its cleanliness and safety to our customers. In other words, most of our food doesn't come pissed up. Uh-huh. Uh, also, quote, uh, what? Another Sunday? <laughs> oh, take that, Walmart. Wow. Jeez. Oh. <laughs> Back to you. Uh, to who? Me? Back to you! You're, you're looking off into the distance. And it's, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> All right. Something's wrong. Let's move on to the next article, and we'll take a brief siesta from P articles, if you don't mind. Fair enough. Okay. Let's move on. Let's get a little class here. Come right. on. It's 201. Let's do it. It's time to clean up our act here. Yeah. 46-year-old nursing care worker named Takafumi Doi is accused of tampering with a woman's face lotion on at least one occasion. Okay. At least one. Now, well. we all hold our homes as a, sort of a beacon of safe, right? It's where you go home to retire from the rigors of a, of a long day and to get away from, just okay. to get away from things. You go home and you're just like, all right, I've settled home. Oh, my demons follow me, though. Well, they follow us all, right. Uh, and this article, I hope to undo... Any kind of comfort that your home brings to you. Okay. Doey illicitly entered the Nara City residence of a uh, 44-year-old female co-worker and mixed his own urine into two bottles of the women's Kenshosui, a type of face lotion that is widely used in Japan. Ooh. For those intrepid reporters, you may have noticed he broke into the house. That's two crimes already. Broke in and made piss treats in her lotions. Her fine, 
Persian lotions, the ones I mentioned earlier. Those were oils, you said, though. Dan. Those are for the Dan. feet. These lotions are for the face. Foot and face lotions is the same thing, okay? You just mix the two up, you just rub them footies, and then you rub them faces. So are you suggesting that Persian oils are also consisting primarily of urine? Well, let's let's not go that far because there's a possibility we could still get a brand deal with a Persian lotion. So uh, I'm going to say okay. maybe. We've got to keep our options open because we are broke. We Ooh, are not I broke, Daniel. You, you really need to stop with that. We have, we have, oh my, I have people, so much money. Folks, we have so much money. But I do want to take this opportunity to tell you we do have a Patreon. It's patreon.com slash ghostshipradio. And it, it, this is actually just to help us liquidate our diverse suffied accounts and if you want to invest in us right you we can. have money but we still could use that dollar so like we could use a dollar it's yeah. like the same it's all you need to do, you could donate what is it two dollars it's the same amount of money for a coffee right that we could desperately use a coffee give me give me <laughs> give me personally a coffee uh, all right, let's talk about this creepy man breaking into houses and pissing in lotion. Uh, so Doey was arrested under suspicion of breaking and entering and property damage. He's also facing charges for a prior case in which he was arrested for breaking and entering. So he has a his past. He likes to B and E. Yeah, B and E, and then make a P. There's it is. Doey has admitted to the allegations, okay. so they're not really. It's not really in question anymore. He did say, yeah, yeah, I did that. Allegedly. Allegedly, I definitely pissed in that lo- that def- woman's lotion. defense lawyer is saying he's allegedly. allegedly. <laughs> he allegedly definitely said he broke into this woman's house and pissed in her lotions. Uh, police have quoted Doey as saying, quote, I tried to convince myself that the victim belonged to me by having her put something that came from me onto her body. Remember when I started the article by saying I was going to make you uncomfortable about... The safety of your own home? Yeah. Well, let me tell you that the world is full of these creepy and creepy people who want to own you and piss in your lotion by breaking into your house. And it gets better because you didn't just, like, break down the door or, or you know, like, crack the lock. Mm. Uh, police say Doey had developed romantic feelings for this female co-worker and he had used a copy of her house key that he had somehow been able to produce in order to gain entry into her residence. He managed to get close enough to her to get her key and make a copy. This is... Trust no one. This is no good. Not even yourself. Not even yourself. Trust no one, not e- especially not yourself. You can't trust yourself. You could be breaking into your own house, pissing in your own lotions. You don't know. In my sleep, when I least expect it. That would be the perfect crime. That's why I to always do to yourself. piss in my face. <laughs> is that why, Dan? Well, is that why you end up with piss in your face? I do have that nightly ritual that also involves peeing in my own face. Yeah, I was thinking it was probably that one was was more. I think that they're unrelated. <laughs> Look, let's not let's not say what is and isn't the cause for piss in my face. It's allegedly <laughs> happening. <laughs> uh, so uh, to finish this article, Doey has repeated uh, reportedly admitted to entering the victim's house residence. Quote tens of times but it is unclear if he mixed his urine into her face lotion on every occasion one time confirmed however he's been in there quote tens of times so i'm thinking she's well well familiar with some piss lotions maybe some piss toothpaste i would think that um, piss wash i mean i 
at, it's a couple of piss cubes in your freezer. As as disgusting as it is for somebody to urinate on Please. any sort of substance that you apply I can't to your face. Wait to have, where the butt give land the butt. But <laughs> at least he's not producing another thicker, creamier substance to add oh, to your Oh, you mean his own homemade grandma's batter? That's, cake batter? That's the one. Grandma's cake batter. <laughs> <laughs> well, she, uh, oh, no, no. I see her just cranking it in the kitchen. <laughs> Whipping up that batter. It's because I tried to, don't forget about yeah, it. Yeah, it's fine. You know, I there's no way to want to that. There's no, re- yeah. Anyway, even if you had an explanation, I don't want to hear it. You're right. Uh, although that being said, it would have hidden better. Yeah, that's what I'm saying too. It, well, see, it separates though. You know, over time, right? And it like does a, yellow. Like a nice it Italian turns, dressing, right? It, it it gets it yellows and it turns into like a tapioca. It's got that jiggle. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? You've been on the internet. You've, You've seen. You've been on the other side of things. You've seen. <laughs> You've right. seen, <laughs> you You've seen unspeakable, the unspeakable horrors that exist. Uh, all right, cool. Let's do more. Let's do more piss articles. Well, fortunately, I don't have any more of them. But I do have <sighs> I do have something in the disgusting realm for you. Ooh, I so love we, it. We could stay there for a while. Uh, okay, a semi-disgusting situation has arisen online as a bride and groom's plans come to light over the future, their future wedding. The couple, based in Cotswolds, England, are looking to secretly feed their guests roadkill. Well, that, I do, I don't want to be a negative Nancy, but it, that is a little illegal, yeah. <laughs> secretly being the operative word. Secretly feeding their guests roadkill? Yeah, that's illegal. Is um, it? Yeah. To feed them roadkill? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's illegal. You can't secretly fill, feed them roadkill. Is it though? Yeah, <laughs> it is. Uh, now you might think that they may, uh, they must only be inviting people to their wedding that they don't like. Yeah, I, that would be my guess. Yeah, unless they're just big roadkill enthusiasts. They are. Oh, <laughs> so it's a real highfalutin, fancy kind of wedding. That's right. As it turns out, the couple has been dining on roadkill for three years, and they are nearly dead. <laughs> This last event is not only to celebrate their ma- holy matrimony, but also their deaths. They've got, they're probably got all sorts of parasites and things. Yeah, they're, um, they're a real scrambled egg all up in their guts. <laughs> tell, me, tell me about it. They have already sourced 44 pounds of roadkill. That's too many. For the event, um, but are looking for a talented chef out there to serve it up. <laughs> Please. They're going to have to be a really talented chef <laughs> to make that not taste like shit. Uh, and, and in return for the chef's skill and secrecy, they'll be paid 5,000 pounds well, of roadkill. Of 5,000 no. pounds of roadkill. They just pull up a pickup truck and dump it at their house. Thanks for cooking up this roadkill. Here's a shit ton more. How do you redeem asphalt-pressed, rubber wheel flattened, and sun-baked and possibly uh, picked over too, right? You know, some aged dead meat. I don't know. I guess. I mean, that's not for me to decide. That's I mean, for this chef who's getting paid five thousand. I did have like a Pavlov thing. I did start salivating when I thought about how delicious <laughs> that is. <laughs> Their request was posted on Bark.com, which is apparently a local surf, uh, a local services website. 
The request is looking for someone with skills in preparing wild meat, such as woodland squirrel, Ooh. pheasant, rabbit, partridge, and deer. Wild meat is definitely a generous, like a kind way to say this. Like, oh no, it's just exotic wild animals. Don't worry about it. Caught fresh. Caught. Caught. We we picked right them the fr- right out of the wild animal bush this morning. We scraped them off with a sp- spatula. <laughs> What's that now? A spatula. You, you, you did what with them? You scraped them? <laughs> they are obviously asking to remain anonymous, so their guests will be none the wiser. But I would assume if you live near the Cotswolds and know a couple of people that are getting married that are roadkill-eating enthusiasts, you may want to think about how you're going to fill out the RSVP when you send it back. Which is to I not, will not be a Obviously, yeah. Uh, now, I don't know. I, I'm not from the Uck, okay? I don't, right. I don't live... There, I don't know their rules, their their laws, but I'm pretty sure you cannot, like, secretly feed someone anything, provided it's not naturally healthy for human consumption. Well, I was well. See, that's the thing. They they're claiming that all of this stuff is, uh, you know, I guess it follows whatever. Oh, I see. Uh, uh, rules that cool. are that are applicable. So they're just assholes, then. I think they just want to force everyone they know. They get to, off on it to enjoy roadkill as much as them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's the only way they can get their their beans freaked. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> that's the only way they can slipper up the old uh, downstairs mix-up. You that's know what I'm right. saying? Watching their friends eat roadkill and then oh like, yeah you eat that old old flat meat oh are you enjoying yeah. that meat pie Margaret do you know what it's made of I can't uh, I can't get me more hard it's made of squirrel <laughs> much like the hardest parts of them dead critters that's not how they talk in the UK they don't talk with a a, a swamp a swamp man voice. <laughs> It's, yeah, it probably couldn't be any further from the oh. accent that they probably use. But it's the voice that I picture in my head when someone tells me they're about to eat roadkill. So the it works. It's, it's the critters. <laughs> they were eating the critters. <laughs> All right, enough of that. Let's get into uh, one of our few remaining sponsors of this here program, advertisement show programs. And they are called Audibles. Hey, Daniel! Daniel! Daniel, you been reading those hot knobs I've been giving you? No. Dan, then why am I suggesting books every single week? I think just to hear yourself talk. And because. <sighs> That's you, really hurtful. Well, you also have a very. You, you have one foot in the erotic novel uh, bandwagon, and I, I don't. Dan, but just because I'm a fan doesn't mean I don't want to spread that to you. I want to spread my romantic novels to those you. Those aren't romantic. There's nothing oh. romantic about those novels. Are dude. you telling me that when Bigfoot gives his big six-foot hot hairy donger to that to his willing, ready and willing stepdaughter, you said you telling me that that's not romantic? I, there's just so much wrong with that. <laughs> so much wrong. Look, if that's wrong, I don't want to be right, okay? I never said you were right. Well, great. Dan, I have a more approachable book this week. And it's not just one. You get so much value for your uh, credit this week. Wow. 
pretty big, pretty big. So this is a... This, it's a bundle. It's, it'd be silly not to use your credit. You would actually be losing money by not buying this bundle. Wow. So yeah. go ahead, head over to www.audibletrial.com slash ghostshipradio, where you can get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial. And here's something Audible doesn't want to tell you. They say they say a free audiobook download. Mm-hmm. This bundle counts as one audiobook. Wow. But it's a bundle. You it's a bundle. It's many books. Well, I do love value. And this one is, of course, the widely reviewed Erotic Fuda Girl Bundle 12. What is that now? Erotic Futa Girl 12. Mm. And that's like football? She like plays football. Oh, Daniel, you you spring chicken. No, it's chicks with dicks. Oh, okay. Well. But like in a diff- in like a like a family-friendly fun way. Like the oh. kind of book you give your grandpappy to fall asleep to. And this is the 12th bundle. They've had 11 tries at making bundles. Those have been trash. You and you read these chicks with dick books to your grandparents. To, yes, and to it, lull them to sleep. Exactly, and it's a little higher higher class because okay. uh, futa comes from the Japanese word futanari. Mm-hmm. So this is actually a fun Eastern culture highbrow high society novel collection. Wow. It's it's Japanese literature, really, when you think about it. If Ooh. you th- if you can think about it like that. Well, you had me at dicks. I knew I would. So head over to www.audibletrial.com slash ghostshipradio and uh, support this uh, and us by proxy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Please. Please. We're broke. Not that we don't have plenty of money. We, we have, have plenty of money. But we, we do. Uh, one dollar. Uh, we you know, use a little like bit we, more. We, is what we, you know, <laughs> a little bit doesn't hurt. And we have returned for more articles. You ready, Dan? Are you buckled in? Yeah. Do I need to be? (laughs) For this one, you do. Michael Harrell, 54, allegedly tried ordering a teller to hand over the cash from a U.S. bank location in Cleveland around 11 a.m. Monday. Okay. So this was recent. Very, very recent. Uh, uh, He's accused of passing a note to the teller, Hmm. which is classic. Like, do you like me? Boy Check. meets girl, boy, girl falls in love with, you know, it's classic. Yeah. It's a romance tale as old as time. Uh, unfortunately, the note uh, was written on the back of a document from the Ohio Bureau of Motor Vehicles, complete with the alleged crook's full name and address. Ooh, now that would be a grade A blunder. That's a sticky oopsie doo-doos. How many times has this happened to you, Dan? Back to you. Um. Back me, to you. Me. Yeah, you. Or Jim. No, I, I said your name. No, you didn't. Yeah, I said Dan. Well, Jim re- died, Dan. I really wish you would stop opening that old wound. Yeah, well, it's still a cold case, and nobody ever found out how he died. Well, it sounds really suspicious of you now. I'm starting to suspect that you might have done it. Well, when the teller took the note and looked at it and looked at the other side, she saw his name because it was on there. Right, it's hard not to see it if it's there. Right, he he may as well have handed a note that said, Gib, Gibby de Money, XOXO, signed with kisses, Mitchell Harrell. Michael Harrell, sorry. No, Jeez. throw him off the case. Say Mitchell, Mitchell Harrell. Harrell. I'm like, oh, well, I know Michael Harrell. But, but this is a, clearly a different person. This is Mitchell Harrell. Because they want hugs and kisses and... Michael Harrell would never do that. No way. He's a he's more of a recluse. He doesn't like that kind he's, of thing. He's not a 
Physical That's how you throw them off. You you make them think it's like a cloning thing. It's like a uh, what's that Arnold movie uh, where he gets cloned? All of them, every one of them. Yeah, I remember that part in um, Twins uh, where he gets cloned, and there's actually two Arnolds. Yeah, and one looks smaller. But it was hard to tell because it kind of looked like there were three Arnolds because they were twins. Right. Well, all one, of them. the they taller of the Arnolds was two Arnolds stacked on top of each other. Right. In a Trent in an Arnold suit. A bigger Arnold suit. It's a common <laughs> misconception. Not many people know that. It's a fun fact about that movie. Yeah, uh, fun The fact. smaller Arnold is actually Danny DeVito dressed as Arnold. It's actually three, da- two Danny DeVitos stacked on top of each other. For the full-size Arnold, yeah. For the full one, yeah. yeah. Wow. Isn't nature beautiful? Uh, <laughs> he, uh, so this guy, uh, he, he had used a note that he had used earlier at the uh, BMV, the Bureau of Motor Vehicles. Wow. Good job talking. Start over. <laughs> uh, and it had his name on it, said Special Agent Vicki Anderson of the FBI's Cleveland Field Office. Uh, the teller referred to Harold by his name okay. and said, hey, oh, sure thing, Michael Harold. Here's the money. <laughs> uh, yeah. The teller referred to Harold by his name and then gave him an un- uh, unknown amount of money before calling 911, Anderson said. Mm. Investigators reportedly confirmed Harold's identity on security cameras and issued a warrant for his arrest. He was caught pretty quick. One would imagine. Uh, pretty quick because he didn't cover his face either. He just gave a note that just had his name and address on it. Oh man, you you done fudged up, man. He made every wrong, he made every mistake in the book. Unless he was trying to get in jail to pull the biggest heist anyone had ever seen. Because there's six million dollars under the the jails uh, in the buried in the ground. Right, right. You would never, you would never suspect it. He's in jail. They're pulling a Logan Lucky. Wow. You know, I didn't see that movie. Spoiler oh, that was a good that. movie. You know, well, thanks for giving away part of that. No, it's the entire plot of the movie. Oh, it's okay. not. It's not a spoiler. It's Jesus. literally the plot of the movie. And the one. And what was it? The plot that they're that Daniel Craig out of jail can kind of pull off a southern accent. Not too bad. Not wow, too bad. it's impressive. Uh, that's it. Don't do that. That would be the wrong way to to make Robs. Yeah, to make. Not a, you not make a person named Rob. No, no, no. To make robbings. Oh, okay. That's that really clears it up. A Sorry, surprise. I, that's a more natural way to say it. Where do I go to make the robbings? Oh, you go to the robbing store. <laughs> a surprise Canadian couple from Vancouver got more than they bargained for when they rented an Airbnb suite in Edmonton. Rod and Cat Gordon checked into the place and left their things to go visit nearby family members, but. When they returned, they found they weren't alone. Well, technically, they were still alone. But is this a horror? Is this, is this article going to have like kinda a, that, yeah. a spooky... I was going for that kind of vibe. I Firstly, was in the house. In the, house. the call's coming the from The call's coming inside the Airbnb. <laughs> Firstly, they found all the lights on and death metal blaring from inside the place. You know what? Death metal is such a bad reputation. I know that that was like, purposely included in the article because... Uh, because it's like, oh, they're going to be scary and mean. and mm. Except if you've ever been to like the heavier metal shows, it's mm. always like the cutest of dorks, right? Or the guys that want you to think they're tough. They weigh like 40 pounds soaking wet and they're covered in every spike that Hot Topic had. But <laughs> they're always the most nice, genuine people. Like most nice, genuine people. Mm. I've been to 
other shows with way worse people. It's always the like extreme metal shows that have the nicest yeah, people. Yeah, I think metal shows are pretty pretty cool. It's it's like more like the hardcore yeah crowd with like that. Those are those those are a little pits much. get a yeah. little crazy. But like the extreme metals and stuff, like the like, niche metals, it's no different than like an anime club, right? It's like it's like this weird niche thing that only these people enjoy and they like it because of the image it gives them, and so they all tend to be dorks. Well, anyway, that was just a weird side diatribe. <laughs> so there were two pairs of shoes also uh, belonging to strangers by the door. At first, the couple thought it was a double booking mistake until they saw all their luggage had been rifled through. Quote, most of our belongings were out of the suitcases and even our toiletry bag had been emptied and all the items had been placed on a little shelf above the sink in the bathroom, said Kat. Oh, yeah, so up until then, I thought the twist was that it was going to be an animal. Yeah, no. Until this point. Well, now, it's a very articulate animal that likes things neat and tidy. Very neat. Uh, she also went on to say, quote, there was a weird bowl of unsmoked cigarettes in the middle of the table. Now, how many is a bowl? <laughs> Does someone not know what an ashtray looks like? I don't know. He brought some sort of weird lumpy cereal bowl full of cigarettes. That had indents in it. It was strange. Um... Let's see. While they found no people there, they had noticed a note saying, quote, We are here. Today is the best day of the rest of our lives. Exclamation point. <laughs> when the couple reported the act to police, they scanned security footage showing the thieves wearing the couple's clothes and leaving the place. So Ooh. that's that's uh, that's weird. Obviously, it was disturbing enough for them to go stay at uh, the woman's sister's place. But weirdly enough, there were several layers of security at the building that these people had gotten past. So it's staff. So it's just, well, you know, ooh, yeah, maybe it was an inside job. Right. Uh, so, yeah, so obviously there were security cameras. There was a main door and a security guard at the lobby. And then the suite, the finally the suite mm. door, which has a key card. So there were a lot of things that these people got through. Room service. That's what it is. Yeah, we're friends with... Uh, June, she does. She fluffs the pillows. Yeah, right. She let us stay here. She let us and right because we, we get these guys have the best bowl uh, bowls for cigarettes. They're cigarette bowls. Their cigarette bowls are, are bar none. <laughs> uh, so yes, yeah, so these people got through all of those things, and the kicker was that the couple who were staying at the sister's house were told by the people, uh, were were told by the people at this Airbnb that that uh, those two individuals came back to their suite. Oh. Came back and stayed the night. What? And here's the worst part of it. Why? They still haven't been found. Yeah. Oh. So this lady's obviously pissed. They got refunded their f full Airbnb, uh, you know, booking fees or whatever. But still, it was like, the lady who booked it was like, I have no idea how this happened. She's like, I do a new passcode for like the next people who book so it's constantly changing so she's like i have no idea how they got in um but on top of that like how the hell do these people show up and security's like hey yeah they came back and they were wearing all your clothes and stuff it yeah. was really weird and it's like and you didn't call the cops yeah right and arrest them immediately right 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 uh so um cat went on to say quote these people are still out there and they are were so brazen and and so carefree oh no sorry that was gordon and he said uh they're trying on our clothes and trying on all of our things and spent hours doing it um man 
They went out of town in our clothes and then came back as if it was their place. So these people That's bold. are still around. Still, somehow, they got away with all of this. I mean, well, it's, I, I guess mean, it's, it's all Canada, so it's very very lax up there. I guess so. Just, it's the Wild West. They don't give a hoot. <laughs> well, obviously, they were having a good time, or they wouldn't have left that note and that bowl of cigarettes. Right. It was a complimentary bowl of cigarettes <laughs> on each pillow. Today is the best day of the rest of our lives. Wow. That's super weird and a little unsettling. Yeah, I mean, I don't pack up my uh, luggage so that somebody else can wear it during yeah. my vacation it's not not my I don't, plan i don't anyway. think about them when i pack my right. luggage all i've got on my mind are those sweet sweet cigarette bowls exactly <laughs> i i can't be thinking about things like that all i'm thinking about is how to break into other people's stuff and, and wear their clothes right and those sweet sweet cigarette bowls yeah we can't forget that can't forget a drug dealer has been jailed after he caught in the uh, was caught in the act by his own car's dashboard camera couple of oopsie criminals this episode. That's two in a row. Where is this taking place? This is taking place wherever you want it to take place. Wow. Because I did not include that information. I know it's big. That, well, the reason why I ask no, is... No, actually, I do know. It's Wales. Oh, It was okay. in Wales. South Wales. Uh, uh, it's not in here, but I do remember that. It, was, it takes place... Oh, it does say here. Aberdale or Aberdare. Aberdare, South Wales. Oh, yeah. I've been there. Yeah. Big fan. Well, no, shit. No, I've been to North Wales. North Wales. You're a big North Wales kind of guy. Uh, so, uh, Scott Curtis, 45, was recorded saying he qu- he sold, sold quote, gear as he conducted Class A drug deals from his yellow Ford Focus. Calls it gear. Well, you know, uh, I have nicknames for all of my illicit activities. Do you? Give me one. Go ahead. Finish the joke. Give oh, me one. Um, well, when uh, right before bed, I have a lemonade nightcap. <laughs> you asked for it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. That's really good. Uh, uh, police caught Curtis throwing small bags of cocaine and heroin out of his car window after they pulled him over in September last year. Uh, this, so this is a little delayed, but they're getting around to charging him now. Officers found cannabis plants at his home during a search before they came before they came across his car's dash cam, which contained two hours of footage showing some of his latest drug deals. That's all. He's doing a lot of drug deals. No, he's he's uh, giving gear to the right. local he's community. He's distributing gear. <laughs> in ter- in in return, he gains donations. Right. Exactly. It's tool time. <laughs> it's tool time. Tim. <laughs> Thanks, Tim. Uh, so, in one scene, he is seen polishing his car before answering his phone and being heard saying, quote, I don't do Valium. Gear, I do. And agrees the... Pr- <laughs> he, he's, it sounds like he's quoting movie lines, the way some of this is written. And agrees <laughs> the price, three for 25. He's got three gears for 25, okay? Oh. 25 what? I don't know. 25 donation points for you off your next gear right it's 25 good boy bucks are you on the rewards program for my gear <laughs> uh, the drug deal is then recorded in full view of the camera curtis from aberdare south wait aberdare that's hard to say aberdare aberdare 
South Wales was jailed for two years and six months after pleading guilty to possessing cocaine and possessing heroin with intent to supply and producing cannabis. That's a long list of, of, uh, ne'er do, ne'er Is that a word? That's not a word. Definitely yeah, not a word. It's close enough, though. Steve Woolley from South Wales Police said, quote, Scott tried his best to get away with his crimes. He threw drugs from his vehicle and then claimed that it was all for his own personal use. But when we played back his own dash cam footage, I don't think he could quite believe it himself. <laughs> what a dumb shit. Yeah, that's a big, that's another whoopsie doo-doo. That's two whoopsie doo-doos in a row. You done did it, man. So, uh, dash cams do seem pretty cool on one hand. They definitely uh, reduce the amount of like of crimes that go incorrectly punished. Mm-hmm. You know, you get in an accident, and and the blame is it's hard to it's hard to d- dole out the blame appropriately, or or for uh, insurance fraud, mm-hmm. people trying to get hit by your car. They're, they're great. However, if you're thinking about selling gear, maybe don't hold two hours of footage on your camera of you actively doing it and talking about how you're going to do it and the amount of money you're going to exchange for doing it. Very specific details about the drugs that you are actively dealing. Maybe you should drive yourself to a bank and hand them in a note exchanging right. Right. Your your registration contact information. Because for, if you're in jail, you can't deal drugs. That's right. It's the perfect crime. <laughs> uh, great. A lot, well, a lot of dumb criminals in this one. Uh, yeah, I think that's generally the theme. But, uh, that's gonna do it for this week. I guess. Unless there's anything else you feel like you gotta get off your chest. Any large proclamations you need to be talking about. Any news about Vic Valentine putting you on the spot. Oh, are you fishing for something specifically? No, no, I just uh, thought people might be interested in when the next Vic Valentine content's coming out. Oh, it's coming. Oh, oh, trust me. (laughs) It's on its way. You better believe it. We've got, uh, we're planning two more episodes before the end of season two. Before we delete it all. Call it quits. Call it quits. But, uh, yeah, we got more episodes coming probably in the next couple years. Next next month or two. Oh, really? You're going to be that bold? That's bold. I like it. Well, I said month or two, and by two, I mean six It's a Dan month, so it's like six months. Yeah, it's like a dog month. (laughs) Uh, great. Well, if you liked this content, uh, kudos to you. Hey, hey, good on you. There's something for everybody, you know. Uh, who am I to yuck your my yum? Bone, but uh, <laughs> uh, head over to our website, ghostshipradio.com, and check out all the stuff we do. Uh, you can find us on iTunes while that's still kicking, uh, and all podcatchers. Uh, we're on Twitter at Ghost Ship Radio and at Banderbox Radio, where you can find updates on the show and keep up to date with what we're doing. You can reach us directly by using the contact form on our website or by sending us an email at bbr at ghostshipradio.com. And that's all for this week. And remember, statistically, teen pregnancy drops off significantly after 25. Thanks for joining us. checking the mic right now we got to check it before we record this podcast shows hold on let me take a sip of my delicious polar seltzer not brand we're not sponsored by polar oh wow that does look refreshing like
only the ref- kind of refreshing you can get from officially licensed Polar Seltzer. Family made since 1882. <laughs> Look for it on your local grocery store <laughs> shelves. <laughs> oh, 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 well, hey everybody, welcome back to Banter Box Radio. This is episode... Three, two, one, go! This show is part of the Ghost Ship Radio Network. For more information, go to ghostshipradio.com.